0: speaks it's jared and bob flying at you so we're going to start with uh we're going to start with a uh, uh i guess you could call it a rant or a quasi rant um it's been put off a little bit uh there's a big a big happenings uh had happened uh that's a fun way to say that a big happenings had happened uh probably about a week ago at this point but you know between us being away for the bachelor party and recording a bunch of episodes up front. And then the last episode, we just got back. We talked a lot about the bachelor party and all that shit. Now we're done. We're done with that. The bachelor party's come and gone. It was a fun time. We don't, even, but it's time to get back to business here. The The hard hitting news that you guys come to us for. So Joe Biden, President Biden has officially relieved $10,000 of student loan debt across the board. But uh, That's not so much true. Across the board for anyone that makes less than $125,000 a year or two fifty dollars if you file jointly, um, if you file taxes jointly. So allow me to take a victory lap <laughs> because I believe on this very show, uh, we spoke about this I don't know probably sometime around march because i think the 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 last extension was april right if i'm not mistaken and they extended it from april to august i i think right or they extended it from march to august or something something like that right so i'm gonna take a victory lap on that right because i said that um what do you do it expires in august what happens to be in august Well, it's like right around the time where, you know, the campaign stuff starts to get pretty hot and heavy, Uh, you know, end of August into September. And then, you know, that rolls you into November for elections. So what are the Democrats going to try and do? Well, they'll relieve the student loan debt and then they'll just try and ride the coattails of that through the elections in November. And now they can be like, hey, remember, we voted to get you $10,000 of student loan debt to go away. So I'll take my victory lap on that one because I called it. Uh, we both called. I I can't, you know, I'm not going to take all the all the spotlight here.
1: I doubt that that was like one of my original thoughts, though, or one of my original takes.
0: But I think you were on board when I said it. It wasn't oh, one of those yeah, where we I had mean, opposing
1: views. Yeah, if it looks like a duck and quacks <laughs> like a duck and walks like a duck, then it's a witch. It's very, yeah. very simple. Obviously. So there we go.
0: That's that's going to happen. Now, I made a post about this on my personal Instagram. Um I have I have some feelings about this, right? So, um personally. And I've had a conversation with a few people about this. Am I happy that I get $10,000 essentially for free, right? Just given to me? Taken away from my student loans, yeah, absolutely. Like you would have Can- to be a fucking moron to be like, "Oh, the government wants to forgive ten thousand dollars of my debt." Nah, I don't. I don't want them to forgive that.
1: I have a. You no, know I have a follow up question on that, but go on.
0: So, first of all, am I happy? Sure, right? Like, yes. The government just is in the process of taking away ten thousand dollars of my fucking student loan debt. Cool. Awesome. However, do I think it's a good idea? No, I think it's a terrible fucking idea. Uh, And we've talked about this multiple times on the show already. Um, There, it is such a fucking messy situation, right? Because on one hand, you have people our age that were able to pay off their student loans already without government assistance, right? So what do you tell those people? Like, hey, cool, you made it, but all these other people, yeah, we're just going to give them money. So good work spending your own money and eating fucking ramen noodles and peanut butter and jellies for however long you did so you could pay off your student loans early. But these, these assholes, we're just going to give them 10 grand. So that's a problem, right? And then the other problem, and I know there's a little bit of nuance here, right? Because there's people that went to college years ago, they're a little bit older than us. College was a little bit cheaper back then, right? So, you know, most of the people I would say under the age of 40 um, probably still have some sort of significant. So let let me rephrase this. Most people under 40, if they still have student loans, they probably have a significant amount, right? Like, does that make sense? Like, so most, I'm saying most of. Now, there's also people that are probably, you know, in in their 30s that are very close to paying off their student loan debt. But I would say on average, if you're under 40 and you have student loan debt, it's most likely to be in the tens of thousands. Right? Does that is that fair? You think that's fair to say?
1: So I gotta be honest. I, like in terms of like f- talking figs, yeah, I don't know shit because because you figure if you're <coughs> under forty, you've been out of college for less than twenty years, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Like I mean, college. I mean, we we've, we've gone over prices, right? It all just I guess it all just depends. I don't even know. Even yeah. know what people. I don't even know what people owe this these days. But. So, so that's, that was the,
0: that's just kind of a a side point that, you know, we have there, but you know, those people, what if you have the person that, you know, like I said, maybe they're a little bit older, maybe they're in their forties, maybe they just finished paying off their student loans during COVID because of this, the, the interest pause, and now here we are. And the government's like, no, everyone that still has them gets $10,000. So there's, there's still a- an interest pause. Yes. So that got oh, extended.
1: Fucking insane.
0: That got extended again till December 31st. So this is the final. This is the final countdown. Yeah, that's if, what they say well. until yeah. enough
1: people fucking cry about it.
0: So they they extended the the student loan interest pause till December 31st of this year. And they forgave $10,000 for anyone that makes less than 125 a year. So again, I would be a fucking moron if I sat here and was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to take the 10,000. Obviously, I'm going to take the 10,000. But it's a terrible fucking idea. It should never have passed in the first place. And then on the other side of that, right? Well, again, we've talked about this on the show. It does nothing for personal responsibility either. Like We've said this before I was a dumb fucking 21 year old 22 year old that took out loans that I didn't necessarily need. Now it's my fucking responsibility to pay them back right like I still would have student loan debt regardless, but I would have probably like I don't know maybe between 15 and $20,000 less than what I do right now. Because I think that's what I ended up taking out through Grad school when I didn't need to between the two years so. You know, it doesn't It you don't you don't learn anything from that. Right. And it's it's just everyone's just like, whoa, what is me? And then the the the, the like the big time Democrats, like the crazy Democrats, like Elizabeth Warren and AOC, it's not enough. You it's, not it enough. it's not enough. That's what you they're gotta saying. Got to get rid of all of it. They were saying, oh, it should have been at least 50.
1: I'm surprised they don't want 50 percent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Make it a hundred. Yeah. All right. This is, this is like old school. Actually, I found my old notebook. The one I used to, we used to use at the house. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot. Not only did I forget I had that notebook. I forgot. I used to write in it like all the time. (laughs) So I don't have the notebook, but I got a post-it note. All right. I have some questions. Yes. And I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that you don't know the answers just the same way. I don't know the answers. Probably. I guess we can, we can opine upon them if you will. <laughs> yeah. So my, my first question is the 10 K in forgiveness. Will it be taxable? Ha, ah, yes. That's what I was getting to. Do we have
0: an answer on that? Yes, we do. Actually, we have a pretty definitive answer. What's the answer? So in 13 States across the country, the student loan forgiveness, is taxable.
1: <laughs> so I assume in twenty twenty two, anyone that accepts their ten k, it goes it so it just reduce it uh, it just gets added onto your um. Oh it my gets, god!
0: It gets what, counted as
1: income. Income, income. I'm like, what's yeah. the word? I'm like so revenue. Income but tax, but yeah. but individual humans don't generate revenue. I was right. like, uh, right.
0: So I did look it up. I found an article on Bloomberg um, yep. that I can't get to now on my computer, but because it's behind a paywall, so fuck Bloomberg. But I read it before uh, on my phone for free somehow. Yeah. So um, I don't remember in particular the other states, but Massachusetts because they, they they broke it down of the maximum tax liability that you would have if you accept ten thousand. And you fall into the highest tax bracket possible. Yeah. And the tax liability in Massachusetts at maximum would be five hundred dollars. Is that is that five percent of ten k? Um, potentially. Sounds like it could be. Yeah, it
1: would be five hundred. Yeah. What, uh yeah, because ten percent, ten percent of ten thousand is one thousand. Yeah. Okay. Half of that. That's just yeah. that's that's so it's just about five percent. So that's just the state income tax. Yeah. That's all it is. So yeah, it it, it it so for the state it gets added to your income. And do we know if it's going to be federally taxable or no? I don't believe so. It's only okay. it's only in thirteen states. Okay, so it's going to be a state thing. So federally, you're not getting taxed. So that's where the that's where the big number really comes. Yeah. Um. Okay, so it's five hundred from the state, right? That you now owe. Right, and that's in or or it goes against your refund if you get one. Correct. Okay. So that's funny to me. So yeah, I mean, we've talked about that on the show before. We have. Yep.
0: If you you forget like the public, because the other thing that still exists now is the public service loan forgiveness program, where like if you work for a nonprofit agency for 10 years and make 10 years consecutive monthly payments at the end of your 10 years, whatever you have left just disappears. So if you had... Thirty-seven thousand dollars left at the yep, end of gone. the ten years. It's gone. But guess what? You're paying taxes on that. So if you made fifty thousand dollars that year, in the government's eyes, you made eighty-seven thousand dollars that year.
1: Yep. Um. Yeah, but anyone fiscally responsible will take that trade. But right. Um. But morons are going to be like. Why do I have to pay taxes yeah, now? Why do I owe
0: why do I owe taxes? I get a refund every year. It's like, well, the government just handed you $10,000. Like, did you think that they
1: were not going to still take a piece of it? Like, so so obviously, okay, so everyone who takes the 10k, they're going to be taxed on that. Correct. In 2022. Yeah, I think uh,
0: In, no. New York was the second highest. I think it was like seven hundred. I think Hawaii was the highest. I it's think probably yeah. Hawaii is like eight
1: hundred and fifty. I something. assume it's just whatever the state income tax is. Yeah, it checks out. Um, so, because something else that we heard about this is oh, we forgive the the ten k, and that gives young people more money to buy houses, whatever. So like, let's let's ignore that ten k isn't enough to really make a difference, right?
0: Right, right.
1: Let's just ignore that, let's pretend it is. Yeah. When are individuals seeing these savings? Because every loan with interest that I've ever seen has a constant monthly payment. Right. So, for example, if you have a loan for $10,000, and they decide that your monthly payment is two hundred dollars a month. Whatever, a certain percentage of that two hundred goes to interest, and a certain percentage goes to the principal. Correct. Generally, it's hundred percent interest to start. Yeah. And then you, by the end, so whatever the 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 uh, term is. So say it's uh say it's a car loan, and you do ten k over six years. The first payment you make is all interest. The last payment you make is all principal, and there's a, a proportion that goes each way. Right. So my question, and you don't have to, you don't have to know the answer. Let's just you know do our thing. Where does the 10K come into play? Did they just eliminate the last X amount of payments, or are they going to go in and readjust everyone's figures?
0: Yeah. See that part, I don't know.
1: So. Cause wouldn't, don't you think, cause so, so in an
0: ideal world, right. If it were up to me, which again, it's not in an ideal world, you would almost turn this into like a voucher, right. Or like, a, I guess a voucher would, be, is the best way I can think of it right now. So like, say I log into my Nellnet account and it says, you have a $10,000 credit. Like I should be able to go in and like, distribute that 10,000 over like the the bunch of like smaller loans that I have like cuz you get technically it's one loan per semester per college so I have 10 loans I have four well I I don't know how many I have to be tr- to be honest cuz I have paid some off I don't I don't know but for let's use round numbers here let's say I have 10 loans right and they're all worth different amounts and they have different interest rates and all that shit like I should have like a little like checkbox in the top, right? Like you're using a gift card, like it's a gift card balance. And then like click on a loan that has like a $4,500 balance with the 6.2 interest rate. Well, I want that gone because that's a high interest rate. And then like my balance should change in the little box to say, now you have $5,500 left to distribute and then like so on and so forth. But I feel like that's way too fucking much. So I have, I truthfully, I have no idea how they're going to do it.
1: Because I I just know that, obviously, government is the least efficient process probably in the entire world. Oh, yeah. So, we can, we can probably assume that they're not going to recalculate, yes?
0: Probably not. So... I mean, unless know, it's literally as simple as like an algorithm to type in and be like, everyone's balance minus 10,000. <laughs>
1: okay, may, yeah, maybe. I just assumed that...
0: But that, but that's the problem, though, is it's not a balance. It's like I just said. It's it's all it's broken down into different loans. Like it's di- it's called groups. Like you have a different loan group. Like one group was the one semester loan that I got out. So it's, you know, like I said, the the one loan from one semester I think I, is like thirty two hundred bucks at like a four percent interest rate. But the one I got from grad school was like eight thousand at like a 6.8 interest rate. It's just the time of whatever year it was, whatever the going interest rate was, was the interest rate that I got. And uh, so it's like shit like that. So like given the opportunity or given the choice, right? I would wipe out my grad school loans because they're more money and they have higher interest rates because the interest rates were higher in, shit, when was I there? 2015 and 2016? than they were in 2010 to 2014.
1: So I'm very curious because this is a, so the, the government's probably looking out going, wow, we are a generous God. Look at, look at this. (laughs) We're going to eliminate 10 K. So let's just say like your monthly payments were 500 bucks, like I could easily see them saying, okay, well, your last 20 payments, you don't have to do it. Like your 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 payoff date just got right. moved up. Right. So much time. Yeah, I don't, but they I, don't, still, I don't I don't know if that'll be it though.
0: I don't think that's gonna be it either because it you get it gets sticky with the different loans, the different loan groups. The, like the more that now, because I've never actually like thought about it, but the more I talk about it and the more we talk through it. I think actually what I described was like kind of the, only, the way. only way you can do it.
1: Yeah, because you can't.
0: Because you have to like distribute that 10000 accordingly to these loans. So it could be up to you essentially, like I said, if you have 10 loans and you don't understand how interest rate works, you could take $1,000 off of each loan.
1: <laughs> you think there's any chance they pick for you? Uh, probably. And then they pick... Not only the lowest interest the, rates, the lowest interest rates, or the ones that will end the soonest.
0: Yeah, probably. Because
1: because that's my thing is like when when you say oh we're giving 10k and that that's going to help stimulate the economy people will be able to buy stuff it's like no because it's not they you're not still giving make... them any money you're not giving yeah. anyone anything
0: they still have to make their monthly payment and like they don't right yes. now but come January first like it's going to be three years. We talked again. We sound like a I sound like a broken record, but we've talked about this before that you've had people that budget and live uh, to their means theoretically, right? That they have to pay a $400 a month student loan payment. When you give them at that time when we were talking about it like roughly 2 years to not have that, people no longer have that money in their budget because now they've gone and spent that money on other things. Like now we're going on three years. So yes, it's cool. Like whatever, it's cool. They forgave $10,000 and they think they're all high and mighty because they're a generous God and they're a generous government. We are g- fucked in January when the payment as a society, not me in particular, because well, assuming I don't like get fired or fucking whatever, <laughs> or lose my job, but as a, as a, as a Society, we are fucked. When January first rolls around, and people have to make their college their their student loan payments again, and it won't be right away. Again, we said this before. Give it six months, right? I don't know how the the uh, defer default. I don't I don't know the technicalities of all that shit. But like, say it takes six months before you go into default, or before like your non payments and whatever the fuck. I don't know. Just call it six months is a solid time. So by July, July August, right around this time next year in 2023, expect everything to absolutely fucking collapse and fall apart. You can write that down in the notebook, so we can come back and I can take I another. Vic- I can take another victory lap. I didn't pull the notebook. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll I'll go out and I'll say it now. July the, the end. The end of summer. Last, next year in 2023. The fucking economy is going to absolutely fall apart. It's going to be, it's, we're going to get another 08, and potentially it could be worse this time around.
1: We're economists now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I still have questions. Okay. Fire away. Who, who does this benefit? And okay.
0: Do you want the political answer or do you want the <laughs> real answer?
1: So, cause obviously it's supposed to be. Well, it benefits everyone with student loans. It gives them 10K off. But I know that that's not why they did this. It's not. Why the fuck would they? Like the fact that the government would do something to help us out is an insane thought to me.
0: So the thought process, how it was the the political answer, right? How it was um, thrown out there to get support was, and apparently, I don't, I, I don't know this statistic off the top of my head, but they cited statistics where the majority of people that are low income, considered low income that fall in that bracket, have roughly $10,000 in student loan debt or less. Now, the thought process behind this, and I've heard it explained by some people, is because it's more likely than not that they dropped out of college, right? So someone that drops out of college, one is more likely to have a lower paying job, right? That's just statistics. It doesn't mean it's right, but it's just a statistic. And then you have student loan debt for a degree that you don't have. So that was the thought process behind the $10,000 number was that somewhere someone found some some fucking genius, some Harvard nerd ran an algorithm and found out that $10,000 was the sweet spot of what people owed but then also people that don't make a lot of money so who it benefits actually so to be to be truthful and to be honest and this this gets way too fucking complicated for especially for the government but what should have happened was it should have been more stipulations to it it should have been i feel like uh shane mcmahon there's got to be stipulations here um there's it's it's a ten thousand dollars for anyone not that just makes less than one hundred and twenty five thousand. It should have been ten thousand dollars for anyone that makes less than I don't know whatever call it seventy five thousand, and then also you had to have not finished college, right? Or like there should have been like more things to it.
1: I would have loved to have seen that because if you thought the world was burning right now oh, with. Yeah. Why should I pay off your loans? Yeah, yeah, Melo, why should I pay off your loans? You tell me, yeah, yeah. if they, if if it wasn't that, well, I actually finished college. why why should why should I pay for someone who didn't? Yeah, no, I know that I would know. have been like seriously watched the world burn. yeah um, but if if
0: you look like I said, from a purely economical relief standpoint, it's that, right? It's that person that makes thirty seven thousand dollars a year and has $8,000 in student loan debt that fucks them because they have to make that $400 payment every month or $300, you know what I mean? And they only make 37 to begin with. Like that's who it's supposed to benefit.
1: So I have two problems with that thought. One, the government doesn't care about these people. Correct. Two, how is the government gonna benefit this from this? Because- The government does
0: not benefit from
1: this. They have to benefit somehow. This was a political,
0: it was a political play. So the Democrats were banking on this saving them from getting their asses
1: fucking handed to them in November. So that's the. Uh, so I, I guess not government benefit, but members of government benefit. Right. The Democrats think this is their correct.
0: So if you think of it like it's going to fucking, uh, this
1: is going to fucking blow
0: up in their face too. If you think of it like a, almost like a tennis match, right? The the Democrats hit the ball, hit the tennis ball to the Republicans. And the Republicans totally fucking whiffed when they tried to overturn abortion. When, when they tried to ban abortion, right? Like they fucking missed that tennis ball so hard. If it was a beach ball, they still wouldn't have been able to hit it. When they tried to fucking ban abortion, right? Like that's you real. You guys really cannot get out of your own fucking way. Like yeah, I think I'm starting to think you enjoy having your head so far up your ass that you can fucking. Smell what you had for dinner yesterday. Like it, it's like it is incredible the level of incompetence with the Republican Party and how fucking just stupid they are. But so again, in the tennis match uh, analogy, Democrats hit the ball to Republicans and the ball says abortion. Republicans fucking close their eyes and just miss the ball. So point to the Democrats. Now it's the Democrats serve, they get ready. And they just served a fucking 105 mile an hour tennis ball at the Republicans being like, Hey, we're giving everyone essentially free money. Go fuck. Like this is literally like, this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to save their asses. They're trying to stay in power, right? They're trying to get people to vote for them. So I heard a really interesting thing the other day in a podcast. This is a total side note, but, or maybe I read it somewhere. I think I read it somewhere. Um, that Americans don't vote for anything. They vote against what they don't like. And I was like, wow, that is like a really fucking profound thing, right? So the reason why Joe Biden won with it was, cough, yeah, cough, it was, it was an 81, anti-Trump. 81, 81 million votes that yeah. no one, no president ever has ever gotten That so this fucking guy that doesn't even know his first name, he can't even spell his name. He got more votes than anybody in the history of the country. Again, the numbers, whatever it it is, what it is. But at the end of the day, he probably still won, even if the number was fake. He won not because people love him, but because people fucking hated Trump
1: and people hated Hillary, too. Right.
0: And why did Trump win? Because they fucking hated Hillary. And also he sold everyone a bill of goods that he was different when he wasn't really that different. Uh, Um, He
1: was different.
0: He was, he was different. Yeah. yeah, In that, in that sense, he was very different.
1: Dude, they're still talking about him. Yeah. Yeah. Still, I know. I know. He is still just as polarizing.
0: It's the reason why we do the dance and like every eight years, right? Like go back in history. It's, it's simple. And this is why when I read that, like I thought of that, like typically it's every eight years we change parties, right? So we had, Obama, well, we'll go with Trump, right? We'll uh, let's fucking start now because this is all fucked up. But we got Biden, who is a Democrat, right? Beat Trump, who was only in there for one term. He was Republican. Well, who was the president before him for eight years? A Democrat. <clears throat> who was the president before Obama for eight years? Bush, a Republican. Who was the president before Bush for eight years? Clinton, a Democrat. You know, you're like, who was the president before him? H.W. Bush, a Republican. You know, like you could go back and play like it's what happens all the time. It's people in the fucking country get sick of the party that's in power. And they're like, yeah, those other guys are going to be different. Fuck these guys. We'll vote for them. And then the same thing, the same thing literally happens every eight years. It's fucking Groundhog Day. And as a country, we're too fucking stupid to realize that. It's not a Democrat or Republican thing. It's a politician thing, and they're all fucking cunts.
1: I'm a cunt. I yes. got one more question. All right. Fire away. Who, who takes the loss in this situation? Is it the government? Uh-huh. Just doesn't <laughs> receive the 10K? Like, There's the a schools,
0: lot. Have so the schools who? been
1: paid off? Oh, yeah. Schools get these, money. So, the, cause, cause these, so these So these are federal loans.
0: The schools are laughing all the way to the bank because the school's bills are already paid. The school's so, bills were paid by the federal government.
1: So now, if you were running a school, <laughs> I don't yeah. know, if you were <laughs> a Chancellor Emporium of uh, and a prestigious university, whatever, why wouldn't you or why wouldn't these schools just fucking clown the government from now on? Well, that's what they've been doing. And just... Up and up and up and up and up and up. Well, that's
0: exactly what they've been doing. We did. Did we do this role play on one of the episodes? I know, why I hate the fucking higher education system and why it's a fucking no, racket.
1: But especially now, because now they've actually forgiven. won't. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so we set the precedent. If you're a so university- in like twenty
0: years from now, if we go through something similar, like who's to say they're not going to be like, well, we need to forgive more student loans because
1: we did it twenty years ago. Yeah, 2042. We did it in 2022. Why can't we do it again? And why in especially it would it could be members of these universities manipulating the numbers. Yeah. or It's like, wow, look at this study from Harvard and another study from Yale and another study from Columbia. And it's like, yeah, they're all fucking friends with each other. And they just called each other and been like, hey, grab some idiot kids and let's do a fucking study. Yeah, And it's like, wow, look at this study and that study and this study. There's so many studies coming out. It's like, yeah, because they all come out from the educational system. Right. So like you said, like before, Bridgewater State
0: University is not sitting there being like fucking Jared Mellow, man, still owes us $50,000 that when, when are we going to? No, they've already been paid. It's the federal government now that holds that loan, like holds that debt. Right. So the federal government is that is getting fucked. So to answer your question of who who gets fucked here, it's the federal government and by proxy awesome. the rest of us, all yeah. of us, including the people that got the relief. Yeah. Right? Because now this drives inflation, right? It it increases inflation. It I'm not smart enough to understand why, but the people that are smart enough to talk about the the economy uh have made it pretty clear that this would contribute to inflation in some way, shape, or form. Um, It's, and like I said,
1: it it doesn't teach any responsibility. There's so- Is society fucking over? I hope so. Like we have inflation going, like inflation, like everything that the government does is going to increase inflation. Like everything they do. They can't do anything without increasing inflation. Even when they try to reduce inflation, they increase it. Yeah. Oh, do you mean the Inflation Reduction Act? That yeah, that increases, increases inflation,
0: inflation. It's yeah. amazing.
1: That actually has nothing to do with inflation and is actually a clean energy bill. And then it's like you sit there and they're like, "Wow, look how much cheaper gas is compared to, you know, 8 weeks ago." It's like, "Yeah, because 8 weeks was almost 5 bucks a gallon." Yeah, you want to know the dirty it's secret on It's still
0: fucking 3.85. I saw this today. Um, this dirty little secret that no one wants to talk about. So, the reason why gas has gotten so low is so low Well, well it was low right well the reason why gas came down the reason well so low compared to five dollars i just paid (laughs) 372 like the other day so yeah the reason why whatever was nice gas has come down is because we started pumping our own oil from the strategic oil reserve
1: wow
0: and guess what I just saw today in one of the like my daily news emails that I get that the strategic oil reserve in this country is at its lowest point that it's been since 1984. So that's another thing that's been artificially I guess in this case it would be deflated, right? So it's it's artif- it's artificial. The government was like, oh, shit, gas prices are really high. People are going to freak the fuck out. Uh, Well, we have this thing called the Strategic Oil Reserve that's supposed to be for an absolute fucking emergency in like, you know, the case of a fucking nuclear war when we can't get oil anymore from Saudi Arabia. We have enough oil in this country, I think, to last like 90 days or something like that before it goes away. Well, we've been pulling from that. We've just been pulling and pulling and pulling. and Supply and demand, quick little economics lesson here. When the supply goes up, because we're inflating, right? We're we're inflating the amount of oil that's available because we are pulling from an oil reserve that's supposed to be an absolute emergency. And then the gas price comes down because there's more oil here. Nothing has changed. OPEC hasn't pumped anymore. We haven't gotten more ships of oil from fucking Saudi Arabia with the live tour. They didn't send it over with the live guys. Like it's, aren't we getting like 3 billion barrels from them a day? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. The amount of oil that we go through in this country. It's it's kind of impressive actually. Doesn't the U S
1: government know that
0: 15, I think it's 15 Saudi, billion barrels of oil a day.
1: Don't they know say. that Saudi Arabia was behind nine 11.
0: Yeah. <laughs> people yeah, on yeah, Twitter. No one wants seem to talk to know about that. that. Yeah, only only when it comes to golf, not when it comes to (laughs) not when it comes to fucking filling up their truck. They don't want they don't want to talk about the Saudi Arabia and their fucking, their their doings, their near near dwellings. So that's the thing, right? So again, it's artificial. It's all fake. It's all fake. If if the government had not started pulling from the strategic oil reserve like two months ago, gas would still be five dollars a gallon right now. Again, everything is fake. Like the, the, this government is, is fucked, right? Like everything they do is smoke and mirrors. They're like, oh, look, we're doing this. We're happy. Aren't you happy? Gas is down to $3.72. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's great. I love gas 372. And no one asks the questions. How did it get there when nothing has changed? There's still a fucking war in the ukraine and russia remember when biden was blaming it on fucking putin oh it's putin's price hike oh so all of the other prices for everything in the country literally everything they i see all these things chicken corn beef fucking peas carrots everything across the board is ridiculously inflated still going up but gas has gone down it's fake it's, we're literally, this is, like I said, it's, it's the lowest, the, the, the emergency oil reserve is the lowest it's been since 1984. When, I think that was like right after we got out of the gas crisis. I think the gas crisis was in the late 70s. So, like I said, nothing has changed. The war in Ukraine and Russia hasn't stopped. We're like, it's the other hilarious thing that I saw too. Is that so? Saudi Arabia, again, great guys, uh, where we get our oil from. What they've been doing is fucking hilarious. Shout out to uh, Sagar uh, and Jetty for uh, posting this. So I think this, he actually reposted from the New York Times. So go figure, the New York Times actually did something good. So they have discovered that Saudi Arabia has been buying Russian oil. And then either keeping it for themselves or selling it to the United States. So the United States that put the fucking sanctions on Russia, that was like, we're not going to buy any more Russian oil. And then all of a sudden gas got to be $5 a fucking gallon. We're still, again, we still have the same sanctions. We're still not buying Russian oil, or so we thought. Come in, Saudi government. Saudi doesn't they don't give a fuck about Russia and Ukraine. They're like, who gives a fuck? We have so much money. We fucking wipe our asses with gold bullion. Like that's 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 cute. Fucking a war? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> yeah. me. Excuse me while I jump in my Scrooge McDuck pool. Like fuck <laughs> off. They're like, yeah, sure. Russia, we'll buy all your oil. And then we'll turn around and sell it to the US for even more. And they make a profit. They make even more money. So they've been drilling the same amount, which actually was reduced because every OPEC, the whole uh, oil production, whatever country, whatever the fuck OPEC stands for, decided across the board that they were going to reduce drilling during COVID because one, it was COVID and two, no one was really going anywhere. They've never brought their production back to pre-COVID levels. Which again was why gas got so expensive. And then you throw in we stopped buying Russian oil. Again, gas five dollars. Now here we are three months later. What's what's coming up? The election. Here's another fucking thing. The 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 Democrats are gonna be like, Well, aren't you happy that gas is down to three dollars and thirty cents now? Is it no. is it this great? No, because and, and everyone's gonna be like, uh-huh, yep, uh-huh, yep. No one asked the question, why? Why is gas so cheap when everything else is still so expensive? It's because it's fake, you stupid fucks. Like, ask the questions. Like, no one sits there and asks the question of why. Why is this the case? Why is this the only thing that's coming down? Why? They're just like, well, who cares? Whatever. So we're fucked. So yes, to answer your question, that's a long-winded way. I think this is the end of society, and I hope it ends with a fucking bang. Like I, I hope, dude, I, I hope the fucking meteor comes and it just fucking lands right here. I think I hope it lands right on me. Like I hope it's a massive enough meteor to be a world ender, but like the direct impact area is me. Like, and I hope it's like on the highway. Like, I hope it's, I hope the timing is that perfect where like I'm driving on the highway and this massive fucking asteroid comes out of this, sp- it kind of comes out of fucking space and blows up the world. But it starts with me. I hope, I hope I'm the first one. I might car bomb myself <laughs> and not the drink.
1: <laughs> nope. <laughs>
0: Cause oh, I'll forget, man. I'll forget.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. If, yeah absolutely. if I put a car bomb in my car, I would forget. And I would fucking blow myself up yeah. a thousand percent.
0: Yeah. Then it's not your problem anymore. No, no. Yeah. solve a lot of things. Yeah. It would, it would. Ah, that's a, that's a pretty epic double fucking rant. I had a rant on fucking student loans that I love and uh, just society and dumb people in general. That's good. I feel good. I feel I I feel better now. <laughs> it's therapeutic. I feel discouraged. <laughs> well, you have to feel encouraged to then feel discouraged and I've never really felt encouraged so I just But dumb, uh
1: dumbest time to be alive.
0: Oh, for sure. Uh but but while you were talking before, I actually looked it up the average student loan debt by age. Um, So 35 year olds on average, they have the highest outstanding student loan debt. So 35 year olds on average have $42,600 per person. And their typical balance is almost 300% higher than the value of their original loan. (laughs) Interest. Yep, that's how interest works. So 50, uh, I got to do quick math here. Fuck me. Um, 55% roughly of all of the student loan debt in the country is held by people 39 years
1: old or younger. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, Everyone just got 10K. It's a lot of people.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you know.
1: They're all going to buy houses now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So the... Wow, that's wild. I feel like these numbers... This isn't all people. This is just people that have debt. Because apparently, the average remaining student loan debt by age group, the 90 plus range is $21,000. That seems to like not make any sense to me 90 years old like 90 years old and older on average have 20 like 21 yeah no that's just that's just people with debt yeah that's just people that have
1: never paid their student loans (laughs) they're
0: (laughs) They're like fuck I wasn't planning on living this long
1: yeah (laughs) yeah they're not alive anymore yeah Yeah,
0: by they. All, this is a pretty good website, the educationdata.org. They break it down by state. So, people in Massachusetts between thirty-five and forty-nine, on average, have forty-five thousand dollars of debt. Hey, I'm above average on something.
1: <laughs> more more debt than average.
0: Yeah, I found I finally found something that I'm above average on. So, yeah, that's all that fun stuff. Oh, and then, you know, to add on to the fucking shit pile here, I saw this the other day. Um, where is this? I have, I have a bunch of tabs open. I have to find the right tab. Um, so, PwC, fuck, what is that? Price Waterhouse Clearing, something like that, I think it stands for? Something um, like that. They have just completed a survey uh, and done some research. 50% of all companies in the United States are freezing hiring, rescinding offers, or laying people off. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. 50%.
1: Yeah, that's that's good. That's encouraging. Yeah. But that, this is great. This is
0: this is good writing. Whoever this is, I would like this. This article was written by some guy named Matt Boyle. Uh, the very first, the very first line in this article is if your organization isn't letting people go, the one next door probably is. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. And uh, quite literally. Uh, 50 percent
1: that's yeah the, no that's that that's that's good that's 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 discarding too that's good this is this is just a fucking bummer <laughs> what a fucking bummer everything everything's just like a fucking downer yeah
0: yeah everything everything is not awesome everything is not like the fucking lego show
1: just mind-blowing i just i don't know like this is why i think society's fucked yeah well and then in
0: that in that one breath in the next breath we have again this all contributes to the downfall of society um 88 percent of school districts throughout the entire country are facing bus driver shortages yeah they've been they have been yeah there are currently on a, a roughly 210,000 school bus drivers in the United States who make, on average, $37,000 a year. That's not a ton. Um, bus drivers are employed by either schools or contractors. Uh, 30% of the districts that they spoke to said that they are severely constrained by driver shortages, while 58% are moderately constrained. Um, The most commonly reported causes were hiring issues and then driver pay. Up to 63% of school districts are now cutting bus routes.
1: Well, okay. So I've also got a fucking pet peeve. This this is is good. Before
0: you get to the pet peeve, this is great. Some districts are now dropping the vaccine mandates and offering bonuses to attract more drivers. It's like, hey, you don't need this anymore. Uh, we just need you. We just need you to work.
1: So that's I don't great. know. It doesn't sound safe though. Yeah. So that's awesome. I've also got a pet peeve because back in my day, when it was uphill both ways, in the snow, whatever, we went to a bus stop. Yes. We didn't pick every fucking person up at their individual fucking house.
0: Yeah, that's absurd. I think we've talked about that before, too. Like the whole, like the the bus stop, like the bus thing now where like it stops at every fucking house and picks up all the kids. No, you walk to the fucking nearest bus stop and get the bus there. There's one stop for like however many kids, eight, nine kids, three kids, four kids, whatever. Like maybe you're the lucky son of a bitch. That because has the bus stop house. that stops outside of your house. Cool. But like the bus does not stop at everyone's house. Get fucked.
1: Yeah. Maybe you don't need so many fucking bus routes if you're not picking up each individual kid. Yeah, exactly. We had six stops, not 30. Yeah. 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 I don't remember how many stops I had.
0: But I used, we used, well, it depends middle and elementary school, we had the regular buses, but high school, we used the MBTA.
1: Yeah, I had no bus in high school. Yeah. I would walk or drive. Yeah. I drove my junior, senior year. Oh yeah. Once I could, but no, like the bus didn't come to us. So that was, that was that. And by the time I walked to a bus stop, it was like, at the bottom of the hill <laughs> like yeah of the school like that was the closest yeah, bus stop. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like all right you're here Great. cool
0: so yeah and then oh so that this this is all from this this one little news email that like the daily roca wave shout out to Roka news um so this bus driver shortage comes at the same time as a teacher shortage
1: um, which, well, is in, I mean, it's, it's which is hard. impacting much of the country. Hey, hey, it's hard to just find a hero. Yeah, it You is. can't just take anyone. Heroes don't grow on trees, you know. No, they just, they're not just like walking down the street. Yeah. So I can see that, having a tough time finding enough heroes to go work. So this is an interesting take, though. Um, so the
0: shortage has led some districts to implement four-day weeks I don't understand how why not work? having enough teachers means that you should only go to school four days instead how of five because you still have the same amount of not enough teachers, <laughs> whether you go to school yeah, whether it's... one day, four days, five days, yeah, seven days. I don't, I don't days. understand. Like you still don't have enough teachers. I don't understand how four days alleviates that. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, and then my personal favorite is the second half of that sentence is and offer less qualified people teaching jobs a la me back in the winter uh, when i was a middle school math teacher (laughs) (laughs) which again to be fair wasn't like a daunting task it wasn't like i was trying to teach pre-calc but like i am not qualified to teach middle school math and i was
1: yeah but you also are at a private school so that's different they don't really have rules you know yeah. <laughs> they have some rules. Not many.
0: Yeah. And then the rules they do have typically aren't followed.
1: They're very, very flexible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they're very morally flexible.
1: Uh, Morals. Nah. Yeah. No, because it, it's not even morals. It's if you're in like a private school like that, it's like, oh, shit, we got a problem. And it's like, oh, man, no one's qualified to handle that problem. It's like, All right, well, fuck it. Whoever's next can handle it. It's like qualified or not. Fuck them. And it's like, no, you're supposed to have a license to teach that class. Not anymore because we need someone to teach it. Right. Yeah. Would you rather rather have no class or someone unqualified? (laughs) You would think no class, but no. Yeah. Yeah. Bring in the clown. (laughs) Yeah, I feel bad for the heroes. They had to go back to work the other day.
0: Yeah, it's tough. Make sure you thank a teacher when you see them out there.
1: Thank them for their service. Do I really have to go back? I mean, listen, I say that every day, but at least it's every Every day. day. Yeah, at least I'm at work every day. Like, do I really have to wake up today? Yes. Yes, I do.
0: Yeah. Oh, Do I really have to go back after not doing anything for two months? I'm not ready for summer to be over. Yeah. Hey,
1: cool. Cool, man. Why don't you get a real fucking job? (laughs) Uh, Dude, you just don't know how hard they have it. All that unpaid overtime they have to work. Yeah. Yeah, the education system is built on the back of unpaid overtime. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't for that unpaid overtime, the uh, school system would collapse. (laughs) And should we talk about supplies? Supplying... (laughs) supplying their own supplies uh how, how i spent like how 500 it? bucks on my room it's like well don't next time yeah no one asked you to yeah well, it has to be decorated does it does it i don't because one so. of the best teachers i had had a calendar in the year 2005 <laughs> He had a calendar from 1989, 1990, and 2003. (laughs) (laughs) And when you asked him why, he goes, well, every few years, they come back around. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, he had no decorations in the room. It was amazing. Or maybe might have like he might have had a bunny on the wall, or maybe that was on the calendar. Cause what he would do is if you were giving him shit, he'd be like, Well, I'd take this eraser and I would throw it at you, but I don't want to hit my bunny. And then people would turn around and he'd fucking ding him in the back of the head. <laughs> was that Murph? No, Zaya. Oh, that was uh, a guy. Yeah. That was a guy no one had. I never had him. So he was tucked in the bottom corner, you know, the corner room. That there was on the first and second floor. Um, yeah, like so you know, like if the Japanese library was on your right, yes, and you walked straight, yeah, yeah, there's, yep. there's a classroom right there, yeah, but yeah. there was also a classroom <clears throat> to the right, yep, like in the corner, like like down like the little mini thing, yeah, the like the fake hallway, yeah, he was in there.
0: That's like kind of near where my locker was on the first floor. I was like right there. I was on the corner, oh, okay. like, you know, when you turn the corner from like there was the stairs and then there was like the little like the little fake hallway with those classrooms tucked in there. Yeah, it was just the like, one. It was it, my locker to... was like a little further down. It was like, I don't know if you remember, but it was like right outside of Woodnall Woodnall's room.
1: Uh, yeah. So, I mean, he was on the block. Yeah, I think Zay was just all the way down. I forget if Zay was first or second floor, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, I think he might. He was second because I don't remember him because Woodnall was my homeroom teacher. Yeah. Well, I forget. I don't know who was in the corner in the first floor, but yeah, it ended up being,
0: um, fuck the fat lady that taught pre-calc. I forget it. She
1: was a Russian lady. Oh, I didn't have no Russian. Yeah. I mean, she was nice, but you know, she's Russian. I I remember, (laughs) I forget who I had, but that was a class. So that, that was the, so it was sophomore year high school is when I started not being able nope, junior year high school is when I stopped being able to kind of see red on the whiteboard. And she always used fucking red, always, always use red. Yep. I don't even remember her name, but, um, and I always, always had to move. Like like, Bobby, do you need anything? I go, yeah, I told you I can't see red. Yeah. She'll go, okay let me keep like, using red then. Oh, Bobby, do you need something? It's like, I told you, I can't see the red marker. Yeah. So if you continue to use red, I'm continuing to move here because you don't want anyone to move. Cause it was like assigned seating in like, truthfully, like I wouldn't ask to like, Hey, move me because right. then it was like, you know, this group of girls sits together there. This group of girls sits together there. This group of guys sits together here. This group of guys sits together here. Sits together here. It's like, Everyone kind of had their seats and it worked. Yeah. I just couldn't see the fucking board. Yeah. Plus I didn't understand pre-calc. I don't know. That was like one of those, <laughs> that was like another one of those classes where I would read a word problem and to really dumb it down, it would be like George has seven watermelons. Carl shows up with three dozen eggs. How fast was the cow sprinting around the track? It's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like where did this come from? What, what I don't understand. First of all, I don't understand what you're asking me. Because like, that, that's number one. Right. I don't understand what you're asking me. And I don't know how the pieces fit. Yeah. And then the answer ends up being like green. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you find this? She goes, oh, sucked. she goes, oh, how do you solve for this? And I go like this. And she's like, yeah. "Yeah," and I'm like, "So how the fuck do you know to do that? Yeah. Like, that's what like I don't know that like that was the problem with me in math. I remember to solve an equation, I can solve an equation. You want me to read a fucking word problem? Give me a fucking book. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I don't, I don't
0: remember the specifics of like what was in what class, but I do remember." Taking calculus senior year. Way easier. And being like, why is this so much easier than pre-calc? And it's like different. Y- you would think pre-calculus is like easier to get you ready for calculus. No, I, when I took calculus, I fucking crushed it. Like I was like, oh, cool. This makes way more sense. Like I had no fucking
1: idea what I was doing in pre-calc. And you would think you would think pre-calculus teaches you the elements you need to know in calculus, and they don't. You would think it's so. It's a completely different class. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I would have been better off taking fucking trig.
1: Yeah. I would have been better off taking Spanish one or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, you actually had to take math. Stupid. Yeah. That was the one you couldn't bail on math and English. Yeah. Fucking lame. What did I bail on? Because the oh, build the- on,
0: I build on Spanish. History, took, science, two, and the
1: languages you could get more creative with.
0: I took two sciences my junior year. I took, um, I think I took physics and anatomy my junior year. And then my senior year, I took. Environmental? AP, AP bio. Oh. And uh, oh. something else. I had a couple AP classes my senior year. AP bio? bio i think i was an ap the guy with the skullet i think i actually was an ap calc and ap bio oh
1: my god because i remember you have the guy with the skullet for ap bio because i know we taught ap chem i don't know what his name is
0: no i had um
1: well fuck what was her name driscoll oh Oh, i don't even think i know who that is mr um yeah, because it was the guy—the guy who had like the the auditorium room.
0: As around I the corner, that guy.
1: Oh, it was the round the corner in B building. He had a like literally had a fucking Hulk Hogan skullet. He definitely taught AP Chem. I know that.
0: AP Chem, yeah. I never took AP Chem. I took chemistry my sophomore year and was like, yeah, fuck that. Because Wadness was the physics guy. He taught AP physics. Yeah, I was not taking him. He was like the, uh, he was the wish.com version of Mr. Wilson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had him for homeroom. He's such a fucking
0: weirdo. Oh, Wadness? Yeah. Yeah, He's he was weird. He was, like I said, he's a nice enough guy, but he was just weird. Like I said, he's, he's the wish.com version of Wilson. Like Wilson was cool, funny, like kind of jacked. And Wadness was just kind of like tall and lanky and fucking goofy looking. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah. AP bio. I I love that, too, because it's like I think my senior year, I took I took anatomy and environmental. And we were I mean, so we were the last class that got to go to the zoo. So (laughs) maybe that was a deterrent. Yeah. Because a kid tried to fucking climb the zebra cage. <laughs> <laughs> which is also preposterous that they brought us all the way to the Franklin Park Zoo. It's so fucking far away. I know. That is. Yeah. To fill up like four buses of people, two buses, like so far.
0: Yeah. They go through Boston and everything
1: too. I don't even know which way we would have went. Like... I, I, yeah we have gone through like cambridge I, I don't even know like yeah i don't even know you figure it's get off in dorchester somewhere
0: yeah yeah i have no idea how but it's even like how the right fuck there? would we have
1: done that during the week and not yeah. have it take fucking six hours
0: i know i don't know maybe traffic was different back then
1: say <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that was the end of the, it didn't matter after 2008 because that was the end of that yeah yeah got kicked out of the fucking zoo <laughs> we did a lot of we
0: did a lot of shit to like be the last like we uh my grade was the last grade to ever have the senior luau uh because one of the one of my classmates uh who i was friends with at the time uh we pre-gamed obviously have the senior luau. luau
1: um yeah, you definitely Oh, it was at did. the school, though, right? It was
0: at the school, yeah. It's in the, oh, okay. It was in the fucking saying, main
1: lobby. Class of 03 ruined it having it at Kowloon.
0: Yes, yeah. So, yeah, the class of 03 ruined the Kowloon. So then the luau was just <laughs> at the high school. So we all pre-gamed it, right, obviously, because it's fucking senior year and it's a dance. So it's like, whatever, it's a luau. So one of, like I said, my classmates, who I was friends with at the time, decided to continue pre-gaming when we all went inside and got way too fucking drunk and fell in the parking lot and hit his head off the curb there we go uh and was found by the security guard who was walking outside uh so that was uh that was it for the senior luau <laughs> they said no more
1: that's funny so that's in a 7 year span because the the luau l- yeah luau I'm like thinking hoawai and lau-wow. yeah uh, <laughs> the yeah the luau used to be at Kowloon, and then the class of 03 <laughs> was in there like doing lines, trying to sell shit to fucking customers. Like they were just <laughs> fucking out of their minds. Class of 03 was nuts. They, they were might fucking- be like 50% dead at this point. We need to find someone from the class of 03 that can actually recollect what they did because not only did they fucking ruin the Kowloon for everybody, they also. On Grand Theft Auto Day, like when Grand Theft Auto 3 was released, they all went to school, systematically left the school, like <laughs> through the windows and shit. And then they all snuck back in. <laughs> <laughs> but someone had m- figured out during the day that they were all gone. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know how many of them got in trouble for that. Like, they it's- were out of their minds, Both yeah. class of 03 yep were they uh were they the turkey what did they put a turkey in the building
0: yeah someone that actually put, happened no that was real so i don't know if you remember Miss ricardelli miss ricardelli the yeah i had her teacher. for like first i had her like, for freshman freshman yeah, year history Fucking so hindu i forget and, yeah. what class it was it might have been the class of 03 <laughs> they got a turkey and they i don't know how they got the turkey i don't know if it was ever discovered um but they let it loose in the atrium so for anyone that didn't go to medford high to listen to the show or watch this on youtube shout out to you guys um our high school was set up like a, a prison kind of like a prison so there no, was a it was by a it, prison designer. it was yeah it was exactly designed like a prison um so there was an atrium like in the middle that had like classrooms and four walls around it. There was overpasses for the second and third floor and then an underpass that was like open air. And obviously you could like walk out into the atrium and there's big huge green space in there. But you couldn't get out right like there was the door like the, yeah, it's like the a door yard. from the hallway and the door to the other hallway. Like that's it. So I think well I'm gonna attribute it to the class of 03 because we don't let facts it sound it here. sounds like them. So somehow they corralled a the turkey through the building and into the atrium because that's the other thing you have to go through the building to get there it's like in the middle of the fucking building
1: uh but you could you could really shorten the walk because you could go in over by um so you know when you come up the hill it like you're driving up the hill yeah. to get there instead of taking a right to go lots, you go straight.
0: Oh yeah, by which would have brought you gym. up by the
1: fields, by the gym. But you, yeah. but you stop like halfway, like just past the preschool and shit. Yep. And you can go in one of those doors provided it's open, right? And then the the underpass doors right there. Yeah. So,
0: again, they corral the turkey and let it loose in the atrium. And this turkey was just fucking going nuts. It was flying around in the atrium and everyone was just kind of like watching it. I think it was like their senior prank. Like they just, they just let the turkey loose. Well, they should have brought a rhino. Miss Ricardelli, who told me this uh, years later, as I was in her freshman history class, um, the turkey tried to fly because turkeys can fly a little bit and it flew straight into her classroom window and shattered the window and died in the middle of her fucking classroom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she would have been there too. In 03. Yeah. Could have been her.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, well, I vividly remember the story. I remember her, te- her telling us the story. Cause I think I asked, I might've been the asshole that just asked like, Hey, do you remember, was there ever a turkey that got let loose? And then she started laughing and told us the story. It was like, <laughs> it was, it was in this classroom. I don't know if it was, it was that particular classroom. Like she might've moved to a different No, room, she was, dude, she was first her sport with
1: a window to the, to yeah, the, the underpass.
0: Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that would, that would have been three years prior. Like she could have, you, you never know, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so that was her classroom. The Cherokee fucking flew through the window and killed itself. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty awesome. Good stuff. Well, uh, that's a great way to, a uh, great note to end on. So you want to start wrapping this up? <laughs> we can wrap this
1: up. Um, I need to issue an apology to the Bay Club. Bay Club's located Matapoiset hmm and last year i left there feeling as though the class was stupid not class i'm looking up the class of 03 i'm trying to find out if they <laughs> fucking had any police reports <clears throat> um and i can't find anything so i left there feeling that the course was stupid i felt like they it's goofy. They don't give you anywhere to hit it. It's fucking really just like dumb golf course. And all they did was trick out their greens so that they're fast. So people be like, oh, wow, they're so fast. And It's like you can't putt them because the ball never stops and whatever. Yeah. So this year, the event was on a Tuesday, which fits my schedule well. So I go, you know what? It fits. Because sometimes I make that call. It's If I don't like the course, but it fits my schedule, I'll play. Yeah. Um, not every event is going to be it or Myopia. That's fine. So it fits my schedule. I'm going to play it. Like I'm going to play Legmont next week. It's supposed to be an awful fucking condition, but it fits my schedule. So I'm going to play. Um. So leading up to the Bay Club, I'm like, I just re- I just remember being like, fucking lost off the tee, like uh, like specifically. Um, I hit some like decent shots that ended up in bad places, and like I think like I almost like left feeling that way, like, wow, this place punishes good shots and. You know, doesn't help you out if it's bad either. So it's like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? And it's like, oh, wow, look, another bunker here. Imagine that. Like, yeah, yeah. fucking whatever. So. I'm signed up. I'm reading John Sherman's book. So I get to the GPS when he's talking about like GPSing and satellite images, whatever, which is something I've done before. So I Google Earth, all the holes. And I map out all my tee shots. Same thing I did at Saratoga National. So I've got my plan. I'm playing whatever, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't really give a fuck. So get back, get back there today, and I'm playing, and I'm following the strategy. The strategy was Loctite. That thing was nails. My execution left a lot <laughs> to be desired. Like, dude, so on the first hole, it's like, hit, it's like, I got it to go. I say 220 left bunker. I fucking yank it down the right side in a bunker. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. And I'm like, on the first hole, I'm already going, you, you fucking made that whole strategy for no fucking reason because yeah. you can't execute. It's like, no, stop. Yeah. <laughs> stop. <clears throat> and seeing it the second time and paying attention to it. And I don't know, maybe it's because I have contacts that can actually fucking view the place. It's uh, it's solid. Bay Club, poised it solid. It's not goofy. What it is, is you need to have a strategy off the tee, whether you use satellites or you get practice rounds or you're a member there, it doesn't fucking matter. Whatever you need to do to get strategy off the tee you have to do it because it forces some layups it forces a few different clubs to get hit so like i was hitting a couple drivers a couple hybrids a couple five irons four irons like i was hitting like different tees whatever and that does leave some long shots in but when it leaves you a long shot in the green's huge so it's actually it was so I think I left there feeling like unimpressed, like this place is stupid, whatever, because that was also where I had to play cart path only with three guys who had no fucking idea what was going on, and we got slow play penalties, so. Like I remember, like I remember one of the holes, and it's a par five. We're and again we're playing car path only. And I asked the I asked one of the kids, "Hey, can I walk?" He goes, "You can." I'm like, or he goes, "Well, it's like a quarter mile a couple times between holes." I'm like, "Fuck,
0: yeah," because you'd have
1: to get a ride. I'm like, "Son of a bitch." So I rode. It was car path only. Guy brought seven clubs with him to hit a layup on a par five. <laughs> And goes, Oh, oh, I uh I don't have my pitching wedge. Walks back over, grabs the pitching wedge. I'm like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. You might as well just unhooked your bag and just carried it with you. That's what I do when it's car path only and I need like all that shit.
0: Yeah.
1: But and then like in then uh seventh T, where I hit, another guy hit, third guy hits, one guy's still sitting in the cart. Because oh, did you guys hit yet? Yeah, dude, we did. Let's fucking go. Get off your fucking phone. Yeah. And then we get slow play penalties and everyone's like, well, what the fuck happened? Why do we get slow play? Because we played fucking slow. Yeah. That's what happens when you're not ready to fucking hit. And that's what happens when there's a group ahead of you and you fucking don't know where they are. It's very yeah. fucking simple. Right. So this time it was not Carpath only. I did not have to deal with fucking morons like that. <laughs> I played the worst in the group, so that's fine. And it's like again, my 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 strategy was good. My execution was poor, yeah, so. that'll
0: get you. that is the other part of it
1: <laughs> yeah well, but yeah, but, but execution again execution so, is part of it so me leaving last time had nothing to do with my score. It had everything to do with feeling like, oh, all this place is is just hazards in the landing area, right? It's like oh, all they, all they do is just make it fucking long and straight and disconnected. And it's like, nah, that's not exactly what's going on. Yeah. Now, they do demand a specific type of tee shot, but the green correlates to whatever that tee shot is. So as a whole, that's 317. And you can hit it 190 off the tee, or you can take on a little bit more and a couple bunkers come into play, but there's still some decent width. So I hit 190. I only had 120 to the pin, and that green is just fucking fucked up. Like huge false front, and everything runs away from the middle. So it's like, okay, yeah, I, I'm following along. So you can lay it back and you can bring the ball in lower, but you're going to have to negotiate that green a little bit more, or you can take on the more risk up a little bit further, and then you can throw a wedge up higher in the air and probably stop it a little bit easier. So it's like that's sort of yeah. like some of the options. Right. And right, then right. um like one of the holes I was like I got 220 to a bunker so I hit 4 iron but it was into the wind and it was just like not enough club so I had like 174 in on a short par 4. And then I just absolutely just striped a fucking 6 iron to like 15 feet. I'm like they give you everywhere to hit it into the greens, which normally is not a, a course I like. Maybe it should be. I don't yeah. know. Like, because I'm way better with my irons and everything else. Um, but then I still think I want to have a harder approach shot because I will hit that shot better than most people, provided I'm in play. I don't know. Yeah. But uh yeah, so uh after leaving feeling unimpressed with the bay club last year uh slight slight apology i will not It's 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 solid it's solid it's good good conditions um make it, again it requires some work which if that's not your jam then fine yeah um and then I wouldn't I it's not like one that I would take the day off of work for, but if it does fit my schedule, I'll play.
0: That's fair. That's a good way to look at it.
1: Because at the same time, it at the it, like it is just like if you took like the Plymouth courses and just said, hey, make these like really nice and pick like a solid 18 holes, other than that, they're all the fucking same. Like, yeah. It just reminds me of like the Jones course. A lot so
0: does Pine Hills have 36? Yes, oh
1: wow, Jones and Nicholas.
0: Yeah, Hmm. interesting. Well, uh, I doubt I'll ever be able to play there, but if I do, I'll make sure I uh strategize first.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna say, like, you might get like if there's ever like a charity something or other, yeah, that's possible. That's true. But yeah, I mean, if I didn't have those satellite pictures, I probably never would have fucking played there again. <laughs> I went to the range today and actually like hit balls uh, and practiced.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was wow. pretty crazy. Jeez. What a novel had some, idea. uh, had some pretty good contact with some, with a couple clubs too. I didn't hit any wedges. I was like, I'm fuck, fuck the wedges. I focused on the irons and then, um, the hybrid man i just don't know what it is i have not been able to hit the hybrid everything is just a fucking hook like it'll go like 200 yards but it'll be about you know 60 yards to the left
1: (laughs) yeah it's a problem
0: (laughs) yeah so i don't know it is what it is driver was uh driver was was better actually but i tried a couple uh (laughs) I tried a couple of those swings like Bryson was talking about. Like when we watched that video on, what was that, Saturday night when we got the bourbon flu? We got, oh, yeah, yeah, We got attacked. We got jumped by a couple of bottles of bourbon. Yeah. Um, they fucking
1: poured themselves down our throats.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, let me try some of that. And it went really fucking far and really high, but it was like slice city. And I was like, okay, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> not, no, not, not yet. Yeah, not quite. So. um, My final thoughts, that's right, uh, is. I found this chart of the day. This has been a very Roca Roca wave day for me. Uh, that's where I got a lot of my, a lot of my stuff. So, and some of my things. Um, things and stuff. <laughs> so. They do this thing called the chart of the day. And I thought this was interesting. Um, They charted out, I'll hold it up for you here. So on YouTube, you can kind of see what I'm looking at here. Uh, So it's charted, it's color-coded, all that fun stuff. It is the average, or it's not the average, it is the cumulative age of the U.S. Senate. So the average age of a U.S. Senator is 64.3 years old. In case you're wondering like oh you know maybe that's representative of the population could be, right? Well, the average age of an American is 38.1 years old. So, almost double. The average age of a US senator is almost double the average age of the a normal person in the country. So, that's pretty cool.
1: The average age of a senator is when most people are ready to retire.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, so um, this is both Republican and Democratic senators, uh, 64 on average. Diane Feinstein is the oldest senator at, wait for it, 89 years old. She was born in 1933 and was 12 when World War II ended. She probably remembers World War II. Holy fucking shit. She was 12 when World War II ended. Awesome. Uh, John Ossoff is the youngest at 35, and he's actually the only person under the age of 40 in the entire Senate. He's the only
1: one. John Ossoff. Oh, in the Senate. I was going to 35 say, thought, years old. I thought. Yeah, the, no, this is just the Senate. The psycho from New York and then the opposite psycho from colorado i don't know which one um
0: bobart oh yeah i think she's she colorado wisconsin something like that Uh, i don't know she's somewhere out there um but yeah they're in the house um so this is just the senate so there are uh i don't know if i were to guess i would say roughly 50 percent right if you guys on youtube the 61 to 70 or 60 to, yeah, 61 to 70 years old uh, is that green for the YouTube show. That's probably about 50%. So 50% are in their 60s. It's pretty, uh, pretty fucking cool. And then there's about, what, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 16, 17, 20. There's 25 uh, in their 70s. Twenty-five senators are in their seventies, and then five senators are in their eighties.
1: That's even better.
0: Yeah, and Diane Feinstein is eighty-nine. She was twelve when World War Two ended. She was in the seventh grade.
1: She lived through the Great Depression too, right? Um, no. When was the Great Depression? Thirty-one or thirty? Like late? Was it earlier? Late thirties. A- I
0: thought it was the late
1: 20s. Oh, yeah. It's like 29. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking 39. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't go right from the depression to the war. That's true. Yeah. There was a little grace period. Uh, Then it was Pro- the greatest generation. Prohibition and shit. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah. There's pretty- fucking many living people to fucking dispute the greatest generation. I'll tell you that because it ain't fucking us.
0: Well, yeah. No, that's true. That's actually pretty fucking accurate. <laughs> Who's after them? Is it the Boomers? It's the Greatest Generation and then I, the Boomers?
1: I don't, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I have no idea. Um. So yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Just yeah. politics fucking sucks. Everyone's way too fucking old. So pretty awesome. Uh, So that is going to do it for us, folks. So uh, thank you for watching on YouTube. Click the thumbs up, subscribe, like, rate, review. Leave us a comment below if you would like. Uh, tell everybody you know about the show. If you're an audio only guy, uh, you're still also going to want to subscribe. Still tell everybody you know about the show. Uh, if you're on uh, Apple and Spotify, you can leave us five stars uh, and a review. So you want to go ahead and do that. That would be pretty fucking sweet. Thank you to mybookie.com. Uh, use the promo code mybookie. I uh, don't, nope, don't use that promo code. <laughs> use the promo code sarcasm pod. Uh, we've only been doing this for like 386 episodes now. Uh, Use the promo code SarcasmPod uh, when you sign up to double your first deposit up to a 1000 bucks. Use the same promo code SarcasmPod at GrillYourAssOff.com, which is great. I got to put in another order pretty soon for GrillYourAssOff.com. Shout out to them. Um, That uh, SarcasmPod promo code will get you 10% off every single time you check out. So I use my own promo code. You should too. Uh, Instagram is sarcasm speaks pod. Twitter is sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook is sarcasm speaks. The website is the same, sarcasmspeaks dot com. Go buy some merch. Have some fun. And uh until next time. Good night, everybody.